0: Welcome, everyone, to another episode of The State of Love and Trust. It's a Pearl Jam podcast, and I'm one of your two hosts, Jason Carapessi. And alongside me, as always, is... Paul Gugliari. Paul is back on the regular mic. He's back from San Diego.
1: (laughs) It feels good to be back, Jason. It probably doesn't feel nearly as good as it does to our good listeners, who don't have to listen to me sounding like I'm talking through a transistor radio anymore.
0: And what a lovely medium that was, Transistor yeah. Radios.
1: Weren't they still? I, I have to say though, I think if we were still broadcasting through transistor radios, we wouldn't have the technology to encourage our listeners to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. And while they're at it, if they like it enough, please, please consider doing us the honor of joining our Patreon. That's right. What will they get, Jason?
0: What what are they, what what do you get? What'll they win? Uh, They will get uh, two episodes per month of dropping the show where we pick at random a performance of a Pearl Jam song live from anywhere in the band's existence off of YouTube. And we basically go mystery science theater 3000 with it. Um, We are in the process of making specialty merch only available to our patrons. We are going to be setting up a, uh, a Q&A session for our patrons where we can just dish, you know, hands be clucking. You know how it is, Paul? Yep, I and um, what else did we have on there? We,
1: <laughs> was that was hands clucking? <laughs> Those were my hands clucking.
0: Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> um, also, we're going to start setting up um, basically posts where you guys can chime in on uh, episode ideas. We want to you know, coming up with new episode ideas all the time can be difficult um for a show like ours, which is very all encompassing. Um
1: an all-encompassing trip, huh? I set you up
0: perfectly, didn't
1: I? <laughs> yeah, you did.
0: Yeah. And um so, you know, we, we have our fair share of ideas still in the in the in the in the chamber here, but there are ideas that, that you will have that we've not thought of that we would love to do for you. So absolutely just some of the things that are available to you as a patron. Uh, so again, link in the bio, if you're interested, uh, we have some lovely patrons already. And, um,
1: today's episode is the genesis of this actually sprung from a listener's idea.
0: That is true. That is true. Um, I want to simply pull my notes here. I think I might've had it written down who that person was. Standby. I need some standby music. Do, do, do. um, (laughs)
1: <laughs> okay, Check so your, this is actually.
0: Okay, it's actually an amalgam because originally the idea I think came from you, but what pushed it over the edge was an idea Me? from. Yes, the tattoo we're doing. So to, I, I, I did. We broached the idea yeah, yeah. About, t- about tattoos. Right. And then, listener Mariposa Elliott said, by the way, she gave us a lovely long message. Yeah. Too um, kind. Very, very kind. Um, She has apparently very little free time. She's got the kids. She's doing work. The
1: the fact that she takes any of that time and gives it to us. The funny
0: (laughs) thing about that was, is that she goes, yeah, the kids and the husband were away for the weekend. So I actually had free time and I spent it writing you this long ass Facebook (laughs) message and I'm like, Jesus, but it was very lovely. Touched and honored. We are. She's going to be going to the Denver show, last show of the tour. I'm super stoked for her. But anyways, she she said, Well, what about, you know, one-liners for a t-shirt? And so we're like, hmm, well, you had the idea about tattoos. Why don't we split the difference and say, what are the best lyrics for a tattoo? Yeah. Because like many it. people have tattoos of pearls, and it's a lot of times it's symbols, stick man, that kind of thing. But what lyrics would work well as a tattoo? So we're gonna we're gonna do that. We're also going to continue and resume our series on the most essential song of the record. And we'll be doing the album yield today. Uh, And of course the live cut and lyric of the week, not in that order,
1: not in that order. And I'm just going to bury the lead right now and let everyone know that all those yesterdays is not Paul's essential pick from yield. I know what a riveting surprise that must've been.
0: That is all of nobody. Damn. (laughs) Shame <laughs> is a delightful track. Uh I feel like I had something else to say, and I can't remember what it was, but so I'm just gonna blow past that. Anyways, the point is we're we're babbling here, but thank you for all you out there who are already patrons. If you're thinking about it, I oh, know what I was gonna say. Um, the link is in the bio. The other way that we kind of keep this uh, show afloat is by selling t-shirts. So we have a bunch of people who have already bought t-shirts. Thank you to you guys out there who've done yeah. that. Um and we we have two. We have two different designs. Uh a gentleman by the name of Glenn just got his in the mail a couple of days ago.
1: Glenn, and... you're beautiful. All of you look fifty times better in these shirts than I do. So keep keep it coming.
0: I don't know. You're you're looking pretty svelte these days. <laughs> <laughs> As he drinks a scotch. I've got a lovely um this is a uh, what am I drinking here? I assure you the pearl gem is coming. Um this is a uh a bottington's nice lovely good english beer, creamy here. ale love it uh you know we were talking hyde park last episode and it got me thinking i was at the store earlier i was at the vendome nearby the house okay and they have some fancy beers over there and i go Boddington's, yes please so
1: fantastic well as we, as we virtually cheer each other let's dive in here. okay
0: let's do this thing let's talk pearl jam um so yeah like i said uh best lyrics to you that you might consider for a tattoo should you feel like you'd get one of Pearl Jam lyrics. Um, I'm before we get into our choices. I will say that at the outset, I wanted to look at the catalog song by song and see if I could pull out maybe just one from each. Like what's the best choice from each song?
1: Pretty much like for 80% of the- ask, How long did that take you? Good lord!
0: Uh, maybe like an hour, maybe like an hour. Mm. Um, you just kind of skim through and say what's going, what's what's really popping, that 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 has that that would fit, um, and I would say like eighty percent of the songs had something, yeah, that, were, that was worthwhile, special, which is crazy. That's pretty, oh. that's pretty cool. So, I I mean, I got a long I was copying and pasting, copying and pasting, copying and pasting. as was I. So, and then I kind of boiled it down. I'm curious as to what your thought process was as far as what would make a good lyric before we get into the actual choices?
1: Well, that's a great question because Thank my you. favorite Pearl jam lyric, and you're welcome, Jason. My favorite Pearl jam lyric is from black, uh, well-documented on this podcast. And it goes like this. I know someday you'll have a beautiful life. I know you'll be a star in somebody else's sky, but why can't it be mine? I, as much as I adore that lyric, uh, I can't imagine having that tattooed on my my body for the rest of my life. It, it, d- it down your spine, along uh, this. Uh, well, that, but I mean, it, it the length is. I mean, you know, you can you, you're you know, you could have script going down your bicep. You know what I mean? You could. Uh, that's true. So th- th- there's ways to do it. If you, I got the entire bill of rights verse. on my ass. <laughs> my point, though, with this particular set of lyrics is that I, I as much as I love so many lyrics in the catalog, not all of them are necessarily things that you would tattoo on your sure. body. You know what I mean? Like the the, 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 the context of why you would tattoo something has to, there has to be that. And, uh, I feel that that context should be a reminder. You know what I mean? You're going to mm-hmm. look at your, your you want to look at that tattoo in the mirror, or you want others to look at that tattoo and glean some meaning. It, 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 sh- it should leave an impact somehow. Um, whether it's something you want to remind yourself of and never forget, or it's a message you want to communicate to others, and so I think a, a line like that from Black, as beautiful and profound as as, as I find it, it, it it doesn't really communicate much to somebody other than I'm yearning for a lost love, no. and why would I want to consistently remind myself of something like that? You know what I'm saying? So, uh,
0: maybe case, not to miss the, make the mistake again,
1: but perhaps you know I don't know. Um, I mean,
0: have you seen the movie Memento? I have. So. He gives himself tattoos so he doesn't forget things.
1: That's fair. I, I don't. <laughs> you're, you're stretching it now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> good movie, by the way.
1: Uh, it, well, yeah. It was very
0: good. It was entertaining.
1: Okay. so Christopher uh, Nolan, right? I believe you're right. Mm-hmm.
0: long time ago. 25 mm-hmm. years. Good Lord. Okay. So we've got, a f- we've got five choices here. Um, I've got an honorable mention or two as well.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You, uh, who's starting? I'll start. Okay. What would what be your fifth choice for? Uh, oh, gosh. I,
1: admittedly, I don't have, these are in no particular order. Well, fuck you. Well, they're top five for me, but, but I, I can't say, well, I, this one over that one, but, uh, cause I think on any given day,
0: Paul, each on one me no. <laughs> hey,
1: look, I'm going with this one. If okay, okay. All right. Uh, yep. I know that I was born and I know that I'll die. If the in-between is mine. Ooh, so that's good. I, I love that existential lyric from the riot act track I am mine mostly because of of how profoundly true it is. Mm. Uh this this idea that you really can't control the bookend pieces here. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You have no no ability to control who you who you were born or well, let me rephrase that, when you were born and what family you were born into, and uh, Aware. As, uh or or where, right? Uh, now I know that some would make the argument that you can control when and how you will die, which is frightening to think about. But uh, it's less about controlling it; it's more about knowing that it's going to happen. It's the awareness of mortality and knowing that the in between is is what you should be focusing on controlling. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. so there, there's um, there's a reaffirmation I think that is very prescient in these lyrics, and uh, I think it's very life affirming. So.
0: I like it. it. It makes all the sense in the world. What read it to me again?
1: I know I was born and I know that I'll die. The in between is mine. Just make the most of, you know, carpe diem as they
0: say. Boom 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 boom. Three yep. lines. I like it. Cool. Um, my fifth choice here. I kind of ranked them. It was, it was a quick quick ranking. Uh, if I knew where it was, I would take you there. And it, for me, this is from Breath.
1: Mhm you love that song?
0: I do love this song, and I've always loved that. Um, To me, it's like, there's a couple of moments in the catalog where it feels like you and someone you love, and it's you guys against the world, or it's you guys just setting out confidently against whatever the world has to offer, like, bring it on, like, confident, um, but together. Together. Um, And I like that idea as a reminder to you having on your body and to remind you that that's you know helping someone or helping anybody but to also say listen I may not know um all the answers but at least you have me in case you need the help kind of Mm -hmm. thing Um, this isn't gonna be the last time you hear something like that from me on this on this episode by the way so I'm going with that from breath.
1: Beautiful. I'm going to go. Let's see. Number four here. Uh, let's go with he who forgets will be destined to remember. Good one. Nothing. Nothing, man. Phytology. Uh One of my favorite songs, as you know, and uh, while well, I couldn't check this box off with black, I do feel like this is a, a box I can't check off where I could say, Hey, one of my favorite Pearl Jam songs. And I got a, a, a lyric check, or a, a, a lyric tattooed. I don't, by the way, have this lyric tattooed on me, but, but uh, it'd be cool. It's if on I, his ass. <laughs> <laughs> if I, that is a very strange rabbit hole you just went down with that lyric if you really think about it. We're, we're going to keep this this uh, a PG P, PG rated episode here but make it what you know. will, you know. <laughs> so what I like about this lyric though is that it's it serves as a reminder that you really have to be mindful of the choices that you make. And if I saw that lyric in the mirror on my body or somebody asked me about It'd be it. It backwards. Uh, well, sure. <laughs> <laughs> boom, boom, I think that, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm on one tonight. I you it. are one. You <laughs> are on one. Uh, you are one, and you are on one. Correct. Yeah, I think that with with this lyric here, what, what's important about it is it just serves to impress upon anyone who sees it, that includes myself, that history does repeat itself, and and it's mm. it's, it's a necessary. I mean, we see it playing out in politics and in social. Dy- social dynamics, pardon me, and I think a lot of it can stem from the fact that that we just refuse to acknowledge these things, and and you really look at uh, how society, at least in this country, has deteriorated in certain ways, and I think mm. much of it can be attributed to the fact that civics is not really taught in schools the way that it used to, and so there's there's been kind of like a uh, you know pardon pardon my my, my rudimentary language here a, a dumbing down as it were, of society so that they're not as aware of, of their rights and they're not as aware of their, quite frankly, their civic responsibility to the country in which they inhabit. So I think this is an important important line here for, for all those reasons and more. I love it. Mm-hmm. I knew uh, you would.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Number four for me, some corduroy. Everything has changed. Absolutely nothing's changed. And I like it because...
1: Downer, man.
0: Yeah, but you know what? It's real. Talking about civics and engagement and, and responsibility, civic responsibility. Um, I think it's one of those things where if we feel, or I shouldn't say we, like the royal we, if you, the royal you ever were to kind of get really bogged down by the weight of all of it. You know, there's just the fucking news cycle just never ends. Even if there's good news, it's just compounded by bad news. And like, we can't get out of this cycle. There's just, it just never, it's just never stops. It's like the mail. It just never stops, you know, or the post mm-hmm. as our friends would say across the pond. Um And I think if every once in a while, we need the reminder to your point, about civic responsibility and just responsibility to to the, to your local community. Um, It's, it's something where it it actually reminded me recently um, through work. I'm I'm doing this charity thing in a a couple of weeks on a a Wednesday morning, packing like um, food, like food, um, like boxes of food and whatnot for underprivileged seniors and low income families and stuff like that. Nice. and it's like it, 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 this is a reminder of of the bad parts that we can't forget about that we're we're constantly kind of like, yeah, we know it's there, it's almost like the school shootings and shit like that where you get so desensitized by it, you kind of forget that it's that it's been there the whole time right now i, I almost kind of want a reminder to myself like no, 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 you gotta you gotta pay attention, you gotta pay attention, so if I saw that every day, I'd be like, you know what, okay, I can't just I have to remain an engaged citizen. I can't just be unto myself because I am amongst the community. That is, it's, it's not a, it's never been a more global and and stitched together community than it is right now. So I, I have to remain engaged as best I can. Um, so I like it for that reason, even if it does sound kind of like a, like a downer. Okay. I mean, I can, I can be the change. I can be the Well, change. yeah,
1: I mean, I, I it, it's a, I, and I think that's the key because for you there's that extra layer there there's that context that somebody might not recognize on his or her own but what's important is that you recognize it because it's something that you have to look yeah at. it's a tattoo right. for
0: yourself right so yeah. not, right. Not, these are not necessarily for people to say and go huh
1: for sure I, yeah. but if
0: i've written down it's a reminder to me that absolutely nothing's changed no no something is going to change i'm going to be the change hmm.
1: i like it it's powerful number three what do you got uh, I'm going to go to present tense here. Oh, perfect. So I, I've got, uh, th- there's a lot of lines here that, a lot that of I, th- lines. I, I yeah. think could work. Um, and I had a hard time kind of narrowing it down to one. I, I do love the, the opening set. That'll couple it there. Do you see the way that tree bends? Does it inspire leaning out to catch the sun's rays? A lesson to be applied. Uh, I love that set of lyrics. I just think it's important to, to kind of pose the question to myself and to others. You could
0: have stopped at inspire.
1: That's a great uh, lyric right there. Uh, yeah. I mean, it, you could end it there. Uh, I love, are you getting something out of this all encompassing trip? Great one. It's, you know, every, every morning you get out of the shower and you see that, are you, are you getting something out of this all encompassing <laughs> trip? Because yeah. if not, like, how are you going to spend the day? I, it, I think it's a great message to others as well. Um, and then obviously the, the chorus itself, I think could be, could be a, you. it's longer, obviously, you know, you can spend your time redigesting past regrets, or you can come to terms and realize you're the only one who can forgive yourself. Makes much more sense to live in the present tense. Uh, But I almost wonder if, if those lines could be implied in some of the other ones I just mentioned. So um, what is my number three? Gosh, I I think any one of those from that song that they're kind of all, all in equal running here, for that, so I, I, I'm having trouble narrowing it down to just one, so maybe I'm cheating here, I apologize But uh, Well,
0: luckily I'm not going to actually put by the way, we edit these things in post there's always the, uh, the post-production of all this stuff I'm not going to add any musical uh, snippets here so you're not well, forcing me this? to choose one
1: I, 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 will, I will choose, I will force myself to choose, I'm going to go okay. with, are you getting something out of this all-encompassing trip?
0: I like it, okay yeah. Number three You've already mentioned it, actually. He love. who forgets will be destined to remember love. and I love that you went the route of the macro, the the big the, the big yeah. picture, because that is the secondary reason why I chose it, because you can't apply that to pretty much anything. Yeah. The history repeating itself thing is f- huge. I love that. Um, but even if you kept it really localized to where it came from within this song and kept it to like a personal relationship level. Yeah, it, it's that reminder. You cannot, you cannot continue the mistakes of relationships past. Just as you can't continue the mistakes of domestic policies past and X, Y, and Z. As you said, yeah. it's. Um, I think it's closer to my corduroy choice than than some of the other ones we've done, but I think it's necessary for the person. Um, who's, who's wearing this tattoo? Um, less so for the, for the outward, you know, a lot of people put on tattoos because they want people to see, oh, check out this cool tattoo. But for the person who wants the tattoo for themselves, I think this is another one of those that, that's really powerful in that sense. And I, but you know it. I take it back. I think this also is powerful to those seeing it because it's a reminder to them. It's not, it's not just about the person whose body it's on. I think it also can work outwardly.
1: Yeah. Completely agree. I think there's a micro and a macro element to that. Mm-hmm.
0: One, for sure. All right. We're down to the final four here. Uh, four? The final like, four. Like my two my oh, two. Oh, yeah, two. yeah, yeah.
1: So f- I think two for me here is going to come from wish list. Mm. I, I, I wish I was, it's three lines. I wish I was as fortunate, as fortunate as me. I wish I was a messenger and all the news was good. I wish I was the full moon shining off of Camaro's hood. So, yeah. I, you know, there's a lot happening in those three lines. That first line is just a reminder that li- I am fortunate. I have a lot to be grateful for. And, and I think that for the most part, you know, everybody at one point or another should, <laughs> I'd like to believe, uh, should be able to, to say that. Um, I wish I, I wish I was a messenger and all the news was good. I think it's just a reminder to look for the good in every day. It's, mm-hmm. it's so easy to dwell on the negative, and it, it's so much harder to, to kind of stop and pause and, and, and find find the beauty in each day. And, and on that note, finding the beauty of simplicity, finding the uh, extraordinary in the ordinary, which is what I think that last line really encompasses. Uh, it's that image of the full moon shining off of Camaro's hood, just wanting to be beauty and simplicity. Um, I think that that's just a really special line. So poetically, I think they're they're some of the finest, most pensive lyrics in the Pearl Jam catalog. And uh, they really stand out for me here. And I think together as a trio, they would uh, kind of provide a coda of sorts. If I ever felt like I was going astray.
0: I like that. Yeah. Well, speaking of going astray, number two for me comes from Leash. Uh Ah. Uh, I am lost. I am no guide, but I'm by your side. And this kind of pairs well with my um my fifth choice from breath, and it's for the same reasons it's it's the we may not know the right path, but you know what? If we're together doing it, it's gonna it's gonna be that much better if it's the right choice or we'll get through it together if it's if it's not so great of a choice. But yeah. the point is is that we're doing it together. Yeah, and I think um, again, micro macro works the same. You know, from the personal relationship level or to the macro, like, hey, we've got to do this thing together, man. We can't just be you can't be splintered over here and me splintered. We have to find the progress together. Um, and even if we even if we don't know as citizens exactly what the policies or the choices are to support to get to that finish line, at least we're going to try to do it together. And I think that's the bare minimum from a civic point of view. Yeah. Um, I think the bare minimum from a relationship point of view. So, I mean, I think, I think step talked about how much he loves this lyric. It's one of the best ones in the entire catalog. And it's in a song, which I love that isn't ripe with other great ones as this. Yeah. Um, But it's strong. And so I think it makes a great strong.
1: Yeah. It's an excellent choice. Uh, If you had said that was your number one, I there'd be no quibbling on my end. Um, it is a great layer. Well done. What is your number one? Uh, mine's not as layered as that I think. Uh, well maybe it is, I don't know. For me it's escape is never the safest path. Um, Oh yes. Good. It, it's a line that I've always thought was, was underrated, believe it or not. Yes. I, you really, if, if you take it out of the context of the song from which it, it comes, I think that there's a lot happening here. This idea that, okay, let's say you are escaping from, you know, you and I both been in relationships that we needed to extricate ourselves out of, Mm -hmm. which is fine, but that, that path wasn't safe either. You know what I mean? It was rife with tribulation. It was rife with turmoil and, and it took its toll. And, you know, we each had to kind of emerge from, from the, the, the the rabble and the rubble, uh, the rubble, not the rabble, but, um, Sometimes escape is not necessary. Sometimes it, it's, it's really avoidance. And I think that, that everybody, especially nowadays, I think we are more than ever prone to avoidance than, than we ever have as a society, mm. uh, the, our ability to look the other way or to disregard things or, or, or to, to not give credence to things that are so transparent and wrong, um. And in contrast to, to what I think deep down we truly value or run contrary to things that be, because we're too tethered to fear and insecurity, what, whatever the reasons may be, I feel that it's a reminder that whatever your reasons for escape are, whether they're justified or not, that path is not safe. And I think sometimes we, we misperceive the path to be safe. Mm-hmm. We think escape is the right choice because it's easier and, and, and it's safer when in reality it's not. Um so I, I think that you know we talked you, you mentioned pa- a pathway right you, you you mentioned a path when discussing your lyric and and I think it was a perfect segue into this one here
0: uh I love the choice, and in my you know research here, I actually had a thought to combine two different song lyrics for a choice. I didn't that's oh, it's easy do- to do that. Yeah. It's, that- of course, of course, but this was specific for a reason. And this is an honorable mention of mine. It's basically yours plus another. So escape is never the safest path. And then from your favorite song from yield, it's no crime to escape. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's a great pairing though. See the, I just thought that was pretty the cool. The dichotomy there. Yeah. That's pretty cool. When I, was,
0: when I, when I got to all those yesterdays, I was like, Oh, that could be fun. So honorable mention for those two kind of combined if you ever want uh-huh. to do that. My choice, though, is really quite simple. And it's something that you came close to saying earlier. You were just a line away. Yeah. It's simply this. I am mine. Nice. Simple as that. Same Great. reasons you gave for your fifth choice. Um, you did you 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 did the bulk of the homework.
1: Yeah. That is kind of what <laughs> There you go. <laughs> it's a group project. JC came in and just you know he he glued on the labels.
0: <laughs> I laminated the folder. And that was much what I did. Um, <laughs> I think you know the the key with for me with these choices is there were some choices that I really really liked, but I couldn't see myself choosing them because of their length. So I made a joke earlier about how you have to go down your spine because it was so long, like this one stuck out like a beautiful sore thumb because it said everything I wanted to say in three words. So from a tattoo point of view, that's clutch. Yeah. Most of mine are fairly, are fairly concise, but this one was the ultimate example of what do I need to say? It's all right there. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't really know what to, what, know what to say besides that. It, it, I am mine. You need the And it's represented
1: here. in the song title to boot. It's not often that the song title alone communicates the very essence of the song in, in, a, in a true statement form. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So, yeah. Well done there. Do, do you have any honorable mentions? I have two.
0: So I mentioned the one, the, that combo yeah. of uh, Dissident All Is Yesterdays. The other one I had here was Dream the Dreams of Others, then you will be no one's rival.
1: I like that one too. Long thought on there. That's yeah. that's a great line. What do you got? Uh, <laughs> so this one is the smallest oceans still get big big waves. Fantastic. Considered uh, it. Yeah, you know we we talked about this line actually a few times on this podcast, and, and I think it's it it's just a wonderful, um, it's a wonderful zoom in, so to speak, on. The fact that we have a tendency to minimize things, and, and in our efforts to do so, think that we are ultimately mitigating whatever impact those things may have, downplaying things, et cetera, without realizing that, you know, even the smallest oceans get bit big waves. So there, there could be major, even catastrophic consequences to even the smallest choices. There's a ripple effect here that we should always be thinking a step ahead. We should always think about how our actions have consequences, our choices have consequences, and failure to do so could have catastrophic consequences. And so, I I mean, that's one way to look at it. I I think Mm -hmm. another way to look at it is, you know, people and situations around the world that you don't think are very significant. It's a reminder that those people's lives and what they're going through, there is an indirect effect that you will feel whether you realize it or not, and yeah. I think it's just a reminder that we're all woven into the same fabric, and 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 it's it's uh it's too easy to view other people and their situations as an ocean away, and I think to to remind ourselves that those oceans still get big big waves no matter how seemingly small they may appear to us. Uh, so that that was one. Another one here is uh, actually from Mind Your Manners. And I always thought this was a cool line. Self-realized and metaphysically redeemed may not live another life, may not solve a mystery. Hmm. I, I think in a lot of ways that that could sum up kind of like a, uh, a an objective for life. This idea that we may not be reincarnated, that this may be our only shot and we may not solve any grand mysteries of why we're here or what we're meant to do, but we do have an opportunity to self to self-realize and to metaphysically redeem ourselves. And I think that that there's something cool about that if you want to look at the line that way and uh i don't know like i said you know it's just it, it's kind of like a set of marching orders in a way
0: i like marching orders for oneself yeah as that as, as tattoos as, 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 those are good choices the man you ran when i hadn't I, I must have like skimmed past that one because i love that song uh i know some people are not as high on it as me but um i like it good choice uh love to know what you guys um would choose as your favorite lyrics as tattoos. And oh by the way, if you have any, please
1: tell screenshot us what they those are. suckers.
0: Yeah. Well, you can't screenshot your, your arm.
1: <laughs> That's true. <laughs> take a photo. Well, t- take a photo. Take a photo.
0: Then take a screenshot of that photo and send sure. us that. I don't want the hard copy. <laughs> Let us know. Give us your choices. What a cool and- collage
1: that would be though. What if we did a shirt? A Pearl Jam fans Ooh. tattoos. Just a, like a collage of lyrics that were actually
0: Available only to patrons.
1: <laughs> I don't know. There'd be a lot of people like, hey, uh, you do realize that I have uh, this is some copyright things going on here, but
0: we'll, we'll fix it. Our Lord will take care of that.
1: Yeah, right. <laughs> we don't have
0: one here. Um, <laughs> I've watched West Wing a couple of times. I know it's <laughs> I've seen Liar, Liar. All right, let's get to our next uh, segment here called Essential Track. I've done this uh, a few times before. We've done this for the following albums. We have done Versus, Binaural, and Riot Act. And tonight, tonight, today, whenever you're listening to this, we are going to do Yield. And uh, I'm going to start things off here. Okay. I'm going to start things off by saying that this was Ed on the lyrical approach to Yield. He said, in the past, we got really angry and we cried out against many things in our songs. Mm -hmm. On Yield, we were facing them from a more positive point of view, looking for a way to solve them. In the past, we said, what a shit. This stinks. This sucks. Everything sucks. Now it's time to say, stop. Let's look for a solution. Let's be positive. And I think that's true. We've touched on uh, this change in approach before, maybe around this time period, and again later in the band's catalog. But considering this, I had to go with Given to Fly. Given to Fly, to me, um, it's kind of the story of what happens after all the problems one faces head on, you know? So through adversity comes... The strength and the confidence of a person that can soar past these problems, and I feel like most of the rest of the album touches on specific ideas, hurdles, conflicts, except for maybe all those yesterdays, which was a close honorable mention for me. I'm not going to lie and say that it wasn't because it was. Um, it approaches the mandate, if I may, of the record in a similar way to give them to the fly. It's okay to be yourself. It's okay not to be perfect it's enough to be the best version of yourself in this world. But I just think, given the Fly's music is far better. Um, and so that that very, that positive, just build up an apex of the chorus um, is way too powerful in conjunction with the lyrics that kind of fit what the mandate for me, based on what Ed said um, about the record is, it had to be given to Fly. And I think the band knew that because they chose it as the lead single, so...
1: I think that's a fine, fine explanation for a choice. But fine I'm wrong. Choice. No, I, you know what? when, when I first
0: you're going to go wish aren't you? What, no.
1: <laughs> but when I first thought about this, my gut reaction at first was do the evolution because mm. in, in, in a weird sort of way, it reminded me of what uh, "Born in the USA" represented on that Springsteen album. Oh, a lot shout. of people yeah. listen to that song; and they think that it's this this rousing Americana anthem. When, when it's not. It's actually a, a very critical Very song. sarcastic. It's yeah. a very sarcastic song. Um, th- th- There's a, a sardonic quality to it. And in a lot of ways, Do the Evolution, I think, shares that, that quality, where, you know, it, it, it's... It, the speaker in that song is, is very much praising and, and uh, um, glorifying the, the, this triumphant, excessive, just capitalistic uh, domination domination yeah and just siphoning of the soul of, the, of of anything good on the planet
0: uplifting stuff is what you're yeah, saying yeah exactly yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: but yeah. uh but at the same time you know um if the album was and i the reason i thought about it was because when you think about the title of the album yield it's it's you could easily perceive the title as okay just let let it go. You know what I mean? Just accept things for what they are, but that that's not what the album was really about. I think that the album, the concept of the, the title of the album was, was about, you know, yielding to, to the things that you can control and not getting like, not swimming upstream, so to speak. You know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying? Yeah. yeah. And, And I think that, uh, in a lot of ways that to borrow a phrase we've used already it provides marching orders to to act on the things that you can't control and i think that a song like given to fly follows that path for all the reasons that you mentioned and so i would agree with you i think i think it is the most essential song on the record for those reasons as well you know i mean eddie said of this song given to fly that uh At least he felt that it was about rising above anybody's comments about what you do and still giving your love away. And I think that uh, that's an important idea. And it's an important idea because it represents what, what you're what you're ultimately yielding to. You know what I mean? So, good choice, and I concur.
0: All right. Uh, how many times have we been in sync uh, on these essential songs? I think,
1: I think this is our second time. Second time? We, yeah, I want to say we, we felt similarly... About uh, I think it was
0: I think it was binaural I think we both had nothing as it seems
1: yeah I think so I agree
0: well how about that there you go yeah. all right what is your pick for most essential song on yield I'd like to know yeah you don't have to tell me now but like cause inquiring like, I, I
1: minds would like to know
0: I can't hear you because we recorded this you know beforehand but you know <laughs> yeah comment you should, you should you should comment all right it is now time for lyric of the week. This week's Lyric of the Week, it comes from Yield. It is Mini Fast Car MFC. I told you uh, with Stip on our 100th episode that this is my favorite lyric off of Yield. What, what do you make out of this?
1: They said that timing was everything made him want to be everywhere. There's a lot to be said for nowhere. You know, this song is really about escape in a lot of ways, right? It's about getting in your car, just getting the hell out of whatever issue or problem you're dealing with. Um, I go back to that same sentiment though, you know, escape is never the safest path. And I think that uh, this song kind of presents the, the counter argument to that, which is anywhere is better than here. Uh, you know, n- nowhere, where am I going to go? I'm going nowhere. I'm just getting out of here and and nowhere has value because it's not here. Um, mm. and, and, and the timing associated with when it's time to know when to leave, when it's time to pull the plug in a lot of ways, uh, it's the middle line that I, I think is the one that it's triggering because hmm. it, you know, they said timing was everything made him want to be everywhere. And I think that there's this this pressure to want to you know the the FOMO right yeah that this pressure to have to be everywhere all at the same time. If something happens, you know how come? Like I'll give you a great example. There was a guy that got stabbed at uh, Grand Cent- or Central, and uh, it, was, it was oh yeah I remember yeah, that. In downtown LA, and uh, I remember seeing this guy on the ground and how many people were just standing around with their phones out? Like, You know what I mean? Like, Nobody was checking on him. I mean, it it was just, and then eventually some officers came over and they addressed the situation, but this guy was like lying on the ground and people were more interested on pulling out their phones and posting to social media than they were in what actually would happen to this individual. And, And it's this idea that we have to be everywhere all the time, you know? And I think sometimes nowhere is probably where we need to be. We need to maybe disconnect from all those different paths and and find a path inward in order to kind of be where we need to be in order to figure out who we're supposed to be. So I think in a lot of ways, this song kind of gets me thinking. Those lyrics get me thinking.
0: Well, as I said, it is my favorite lyric from Yield. I feel like I can really relate to this one. Uh, I think I've felt for a long time that I had to do everything, uh, be everywhere, as the lyric says, and, and manage every detail so that I don't miss an opportunity that I'm always ready for it, whatever that thing is. <laughs> but the truth is uh, you can never be a hundred percent ready for every opportunity. You will miss some moments and i'm learning that that is okay it it takes more energy and stress to prepare for everything than is worth it in my opinion Uh, it's almost like surfing even though i don't surf you just gotta make yourself available and the wave will find out And, and if you miss a wave usually there's another one coming up right behind it if you can stomach not knowing exactly when i guess But that's the thing, right? Like I feel like people hate not knowing (laughs)
1: something. We all do. Fucking
0: hate it, man. Um, they fill in the gaps with anything for comfort. You know, I've spoken about this theory in regards to religion before, but it's an all-encompassing thing in this situation. I, I, I think there's more life, more joy, more positive vibes in just being, in just being wherever you are, just doing it what just doing what makes you happy and not stressing so much about the details. Stop thinking about the what if and focus on the, what is I I feel like I've needed these lyrics since the song came out and through today and beyond, I will always need these lyrics because I will always need to be reminded to slow down and just be, especially in this city too. I mean, um, there's this, um, there's this, you know, this race, this rat race, um, this demand to constantly find new revenue streams and how, I mean, it's probably beyond a city way our economy is slanted. Um, but you got to keep hustling, right? There's just that, yeah. that, that, that constant economic it's point of view. It's, it's exhausting. Even just to be noticed. If you're looking for love, for example,
1: yeah.
0: think of all the apps plus in-person dating and how you handle all that stuff. And just it's like another job And finding someone shouldn't feel like a chore. Everything feels like a chore nowadays. And so these lyrics always remind me to stay present within myself, not to worry about certain things which can be hard because of my predisposition to worrying about all of the details plus a tiny bit of cynicism. It's hard. But this song and these lyrics specifically reset me. I need them more than most in the catalog. Um, so there's definitely a reason why I chose him as my favorite from yield and for a song that's not played all too often. Uh, and is very short, it packs a mean punch.
1: It does. I completely agree. It, it was a song that really stood out to me when I first heard yield. It was one of my favorites. And then there was a period where I started to question if it was overrated and I wasn't as into it, but I think, uh, in recent years I've kind of come back to it and said, no, it's as good as I thought it was.
0: <laughs> I, I love these lines. Love them so much. And, uh, there aren't there aren't a lot of lines that are needed like a lot of lines I just love because they make me feel a certain way but some lines are just necessary for a a, a moment in time Um, and these are them good choice let's get to our live cut of the week NFC, going back to the late 90s. What's it going to be, Mr. Paul?
1: So, I kind of felt like, you know, I was surprised because I thought that there would be just an unbelievable amount of options to choose from for this song. It's actually not played as much as I thought it would be. Um, but I think Melbourne in 1998 on March 5th is an excellent choice One, two, three, four. <laughs>
0: To drown this, we will be turning up the heat, off in the songs that you write. So I said it before the song, 160 times it's been played in total, um, the vast majority of those times, 53 of them in 98 and 47 of them in 2000. So what does it do? Do the math. That is for more. What is it? 109? No, that's 100. 100 of the 160 times were between 98 and 2000. Yeah. And so they've sprinkled in a smattering in the last 22 years. Man, um, the thing about this cut for me, and before we talked about the show before, it's been a long time since we've talked, I think, Yield songs in general. There's been a bit of a gap, I guess. Um, I'm talking Yield, but there have been a couple of tracks off of Yield that have come from this show. And it's, it's well known, um, all three shows uh, at the time from 98 and Melbourne are well known, but this, this song, especially, I believe it was the radio show. Um, this one has this lovely, this pulsing from stone at the outset that I love. It's just super pronounced. Uh, and it's also a rare chance to hear Jack play the song live, yeah. which is a treat. Um, that, that I am was not, to me. I figured it might be, I'm not the, um, actually randomly had on, uh, the Budapest, 96 show on, I just put it on my my phone the other day and um, I was reminded how much I, I I'm not really into how Jack plays the first couple of records songs.
1: Hmm.
0: It's just the way that he plays the drums is very loose. And I feel that those songs demand something tighter. Um, But when he plays no code and yield stuff, Obviously, because he wrote it, it sounds chef's kiss it's it's fantastic. I love those and there's something about how Jack plays his song that I just I thought was fantastic, and he was amazing here. I think the balance of Mike Ed, and Stone is really nice, both from performance point of view and in the mix. I think it was really key because all three guitars are doing something different right. and they they play well off of each other and Man, that silky stone solo is Jack picks up the beat, picks up the steam on the outro. I thought was awesome. This is a nearly flawless performance. And it, it just I felt so. all the good things kind of were amplified.
1: Sometimes we agree on things like this, Jason. I'm glad I'm glad you're on board with me with this cut.
0: Oh, I'm on board, baby. <laughs> I'm on board. That is the show, guys. Um, again, we appreciate you sticking with us, having a listen. Um, all the really kind things that you guys say uh, in the comments or on Facebook or or in the private messages or on
1: Patreon, um, and I joke about feeding the algorithm, but in truth, it it helps. the 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 idea of the algorithm is important. I think uh, if if we're trying to get this podcast out there to more people, yeah, and not for us, but so so we could expand the conversation, so we can we can invite others to join us in this dialogue and in this, this passion project, this, this love of, of a great band and their music and the effect that that music has had on all of us and the continued effect it can have on others as well. Uh, the hope is that, that you'll help us in that endeavor. And, And so when we say feed the algorithm that that's, that's what we mean.
0: I do want to read one, uh, review that, um, I don't know how I missed it. It came in on May 24th. Oh boy. Um, But I believe, I think, I'm pretty sure it's uh, our friend Mike from St. George, Utah, who we interviewed at the beginning of the forum, live from the forum episode um, that we met at the show here in Los Angeles. It says uh, five star review, by the way, Uh, Paul and Jason it was real pleasure meeting you guys at the forum. Thanks for giving my wife and I some airtime on your podcast, even though she's poked fun of my Pearl Jam Funko pop dolls. <laughs> I really enjoy the creativity you bring to the show and listen every Tuesday on my commute to and from work. It's always a pleasure sharing your love for this band. After the shows at the forum, I decided to hit the road that following Monday and drive six hours to the Phoenix show. Wow! My wife was not happy with the last minute decision <laughs> to take off. But so glad I went, especially since the show I was most anticipating in Vegas got canceled. I do have a suggestion for a future podcast. I think my wife just doesn't understand the obsession. I just heard these guys. I'm sorry. I first heard these guys when I was a senior in high school, speaking as a child of the 90s. (laughs) And that's him. That's him. It's a blessing to still hear them play 30 plus years later. I think it would be cool. Having your wives join on an episode and discussing this topic and how to manage your relationship with your love of the band, keep up the great work.
1: <laughs> you know. Oh, that is Pandora's Mike, box. Mike,
0: here's the thing about that. I have been asked multiple times in probably only half serious, um, but still there's a half there of seriousness from my wife. What are you going to have me on the show? Oh. What are you having on the show? And I go. Wait, 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 I mean, I don't know what the angle is here. You know what? <laughs> and I, I, have to, I, I feel like you know. I, I know your wife pretty well. I feel like she would be ready to gush. I feel like she'd be ecstatic to talk about her um, fandom of the band and, and the 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 way that she's become a band through you and your relationship with her and how that kind of came to be. Um, I think there's stories there. I think we could do that. What do you think for, for for sure
1: yeah i mean I, I think for Mike that idea there's a there's a particular connection to it because of how we we, we met Mike and but, his wife
0: but how many people have the same
1: i yeah I don't know i mean I, 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 I mean, remind me of the gentleman's name who came from literally a different hemisphere he was on our our, our down our down under podcast Jason? Jason, thank you uh, i unbelievable that man's passion and commitment to, to following the band. I mean, he is literally, well, he was saying his wife was just as passionate too. I know, but I mean, that's almost what it takes. You know what I mean? Like you, you can't do that kind <laughs> of thing if you don't have somebody that loves them probably as much as you do. Uh, so I don't know, man. I, I think, I think that it would be a fascinating exercise to have the month. We'd have to really, really structure that out though.
0: You got to dial it in. Otherwise it's <laughs> just going to be all over the map. We're just going to be, blowing out our, our dirty laundry on the pond. Yeah,
1: I mean I'll tell you, it will be an editing job from hell for you, friend. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh god, I'm already dreading that. Well
1: <laughs> we will take it under consideration. How about that?
0: <laughs> we'll put you to the board. There is no board. Um
1: well there is now that we, if you are a Patreon oh, member.
0: If you're if you're a patron, you can tell us whether or not this is a good idea and we will listen to you because you we listen to Mike,
1: too. I mean, we listen to all of our listeners, obviously. I'm yeah, All your voices matter, you guys.
0: All voices matter. You heard him say that. <laughs> Not me.
1: Hey, <laughs> don't twist my words. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right, guys. We'll be back uh, next week with another episode, of course. And actually, we'll be having um, a couple of guests on in a couple of weeks. Um, as this European leg of the tour 2022 ends, we will have on... A couple of guests, a couple of friends of ours from the Pearl Jam universe, David, who runs LiveFootsteps.org, and Randy Sobel from Live on Four Legs, will be joining us to discuss the year of this tour and what's going on.
1: It is and the stats borderline and, and unfathomable fives. that we have not had them on and done this. We've had John times on already. Yeah, we have had John.
0: We talked to John about Atlanta and Georgia, and we've I've talked to. David for a long time about coming on the show he's always working on the website he's always updating he's always making yeah. it better and just time as I go dude we gotta sit down we gotta talk about the site we gotta talk about the tour and he's like got it so expect that you can look at my calendar here we'll call,
1: we'll call it the Pearl Jam multiverse episode oh my oh, god yeah
0: expect that in two weeks the idea is August 2nd that that will come out so look forward to that for all of you out there who are fans of of those guys and their endeavors
1: And if you're not, you need to become one.
0: You should be one already. I mean, let's be serious. All right. That's enough from us. Uh, Thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for writing reviews. Thank you for being patrons. All that crap. (laughs) T-shirts. We will see you next time on this show. And until you do, until we do, you've been listening to... The State of Love
1: and Trust.